Podcast. This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava, and it is Monday, so just another week we got ahead of us, and it is a pretty decent week for sneakers. I have a few things marked out in my calendar for the week, but nothing too crazy. I think Saturday is a big day. We have the Jordan 12 Indigos coming out, so I'm excited about those. And the last Jordan 12 that I went after did really, really well. They were the, I forget what the exact name was. I think they were the University Golds, but they were like a black and uh, yellow colorway that went really well with a lot of the Pittsburgh teams that I root for since I'm from Pittsburgh. And so I really like those shoes. They ended up being pretty limited and I ended up getting a few pairs. So it was good to sell those and good to make some money on those. So I'm excited for the release on Saturday. But we have some good shoes coming out this week and hopefully some good releases that'll pop up throughout the week. I've been focusing a lot on trying to keep things keep things stocked up in my inventory and honestly I've been accepting a ton of offers just on a lot of different stuff that's been sitting for longer than two to three months and so that's something that's been working well for me um, just trying to get things moved out so that's I mean it sounds crazy right when I first started this I was very very slow dime you know I will wait and wait and wait until I get my money for this item and And in a lot of ways, sometimes that's good, depending on what the item is. I mean, if you're going and selling an item that is worth $1,000, get your $1,000. That makes sense, especially if the cost of the item was really low, right? If if you bought the item for maybe five, 10 bucks at a garage sale, something that maybe, I don't know, was a a Rolex or something that you, maybe that'd be more than a thousand bucks, but you get the point. You find something that's worth a thousand bucks, you buy it for 10 bucks at a garage sale, and you find out it's worth a thousand bucks, you can wait out on that item. But if you have 900 bucks invested in it and you um, are trying to sell it on Facebook Marketplace for a thousand bucks, well, that's only a hundred dollars profit. Maybe you want to free up some capital and get that thing moved pretty quickly. And so that's what I've been doing with a lot of the stuff that's been sitting for me. I've kind of realized that inventory really is useless unless it's sold, right? I mean, it it sounds kind of basic, but it's not. I mean, inventory. A lot of times we get excited about inventory because we have so much to sell and we're we're really stocked up, but stocked up for what you know unless we have another covid thing where we all get locked down and you can't go to stores and stuff what are you stocked up for and it doesn't really matter i mean unless you're stocked up for q4 which i get but for me i'm not really in that kind of a mode i don't really get in a stocked up for q4 mode i get in a hustle like crazy for q4 mode where i'm looking for leads and i'm looking for items that are hot and i'm finding items that are hot and i'm selling items that are hot and that's kind of what i'm doing and so I don't really have to stock up anything right now. I'm just kind of keeping up with what's going on in the markets. And then as soon as something looks like it hits, I go after it and try and get as many as I can. And so there really isn't any stocking up for me. And so a lot of people, they get kind of excited because they have a ton of inventory. And this is what I did my my first year. I was excited because I had all this inventory, all this really good inventory that I'd found. And the MSRPs were really high on stuff that I'd gotten. It was just really good. There were some good comps for the solds. Uh, Maybe some of the stuff that I'd found from garage sales was just really, really good, really meaty margins. And I thought, well, Q4, this is all gonna sell. And that didn't happen. I mean, I sold a lot in Q4. I think I had two to three sales every day, which at that time was very, very high for me. I really didn't make that many sales a day. And so I was getting consistent sales. And for somebody who didn't have that many items in their store, that was kind of that was kind of a game changer. But I had a ton of items that I didn't sell. And I ended up having to return bags and bags of clothing because I'm not holding on to that stuff. And so I ended up returning a ton of stuff over the month of January. And it kind of left me thinking, well, now I don't have any inventory. What do I do? And so it's trying to keep that balance between 
inventory that you have to sell versus money and capital that you have to spend on good inventory or good resources for your business. And so that's something that I walk the line with a lot just because I think that there are a lot of different opportunities out there to spend money on. I try not to get too heavy on one item unless I see the potential, unless I see that there is a ton of resale in it. And so that's something that's been important to me is trying to keep my money spread out. And you may think, well, you found one good item. You know, why don't you go on all in on that? And I've talked about that before, and I usually do go fairly deep on an item. But if I see a sports card pop up for 500 bucks, I think it's going to go up to a thousand. I want to be able to have that 500 bucks. I don't want to only have 300 bucks or 200 bucks to spend and kind of not know what to do and not be able to buy it. So that is something that I keep I keep my options open by having a little bit of capital stored up, but I've been trying to get as much as I can just to clear things up for Q4. You know, I'm looking at possibly moving out of my house relatively soon. I mean, I have to look for apartments and stuff, but it's something that's become more real to me as a a strong a strong thing that I should probably do. I, I I've kind of have a really deep desire to do it just because I really enjoy being able to live on my own and do my own thing, but it comes with a lot of other stuff, comes with a lot of expenses and stuff and, and all those other kinds of things that you don't normally have if you still live at home. But looking at that, I don't really want to cart all this inventory up to a new apartment. I mean, I don't want to take a huge rack of garage sale finds up there. I want to almost start clean and I'm going to work on trying to figure out what to do for that because chances are it won't all be sold. But what I'm probably going to end up doing is throwing a lot of this stuff on auction, like these stuffed animals and things, or maybe making lots and see if I can throw those on auction. Just trying to get money for whatever I can because a lot of this stuff isn't worth anything. I mean, the stuffed animals that I got, a lot of them I got for free. And so... And I've made really good money on them too. It's not like, I mean, like I got a lot of stuffed animals for free and I ended up selling one or two of them. I think the first one I sold for 40 bucks and the next one I sold for 20. And it's like, okay, well, I made I made 60 bucks off of nothing. And now I have a bunch of the remaining ones that obviously nobody wants because it's been a year and nobody's bought them and I have them priced as low as I can price things on Mercari. What on earth are these people doing? Um, I, I Sorry, I was at an intersection just everybody stop and know what to do. But um, anyway, I haven't priced as low as I can on Mercari. I haven't priced as low as I can on eBay to make some sort of a profit on them without making like a dollar. And uh, nobody's buying them. So obviously they're not that desirable. And so for me, I'm going to be looking at just throwing them up on auction, seeing what I can get for them and then moving them. Because some money is better than no money. And I have a ton of mailers and stuff, just a, a ton of stuff I should probably use up. So I'm trying to get a lot of that moved a lot of that used up and trying to get things moved out of my house so that I can be ready for Q4 and be ready to move out altogether. I don't want to be carting all this old inventory that I don't really need anymore around with me everywhere I go. And so that's something that I'm working on and it's been good. I've been taking a lot of offers. I mean like crazy offers. Stuff that like I have a pair of boots listed for 130 bucks. They've been sitting for over a year. Somebody offers me 65 bucks plus shipping and I'm taking it just because one, they're they're a weird size. Two, nobody wants these boots, obviously. And three, I I have no like there's no like market for them really. Like I looked up the boots, they weren't really reselling for that much anyways. It was like I bought them for 15 bucks and I sold them for 65. That's a pretty good flip. And so for me, that's what I've been working on, trying to learn and, and trying to clear out as much space as I can to um, hopefully bring in more capital and clear up more space for newer, better, 
selling inventory that I could you know, make more money on. And so that's something I've been working on, trying to scale my business a lot. And so that's what I'll be doing tonight. I'll be doing a lot of smaller things with that, a lot of evaluation. I'm trying to do a little bit of business development too and, and doing trying to incorporate that into my day because I think that that's very valuable to kind of sit down for 10, 15, 20 minutes a day at the very least and just think, where do I really want to go with this? And and what do I need to do to get there? I think that that kind of keeps you focused. And so that's something I'm going to be trying to do. Now, we're all so busy that sometimes we end up putting that kind of stuff aside. But if you really think about it, that's really one of the most important things about a business is trying to make sure that you are able to that you are able to grow your business and that you're not just blindly buying and selling without a real purpose. And so that is something that I will also be working on tonight as well, just trying to keep my business kind of the goal for my business and where I want to go with it at the forefront of my mind because there's always things that change. You have inventory that changes. You have ideas that change. You have new ideas, old ideas that come back up. There's just so much to manage. Knowing where you want to go, knowing what you want to accomplish is something that's important. And that's what I'm going to be working on, trying to make sure that I understand why and where I want to spend my money and and why I want to grow my business. I mean, I have a pretty clear goal in mind of what I want to do with it, how big I want to grow it. And I really want to grow it pretty big considering just the amount of, of opportunity that I've seen this year. And so the people who have had a lot of capital and spent it wisely, two very important things, they have absolutely destroyed this year and so you know looking at where I am right now knowing that if I had the amount of capital and the knowledge and the wisdom that some of these people who've been doing it for years had I would have made a ton of money this year just crazy amounts I see people that are getting I mean some of the people in the group that I'm in 150,000 on eBay on one account 50,000 on another account and then I think the guy said he did like 200 or 100 he did 100k on Facebook Marketplace, like the guy did, and that's that, those are ninety day counts. Like the guy has the guy has sold two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of goods. One of them being all all cash because it's Facebook Marketplace. So that's that's crazy. And so knowing the opportunity that you have, if you're willing to hustle and you're willing to put in the work, it's it's actually astounding. And I think. I think a lot of us get caught up in the fact that, well, I don't want to work all the time, right? Because people look at what I do and they go, well, you just work all the time. And and that's true. I, I work probably from, I would say, 7 a.m. to about midnight or 1. And then I sleep in between, you know, 1 midnight to like 5 or 6 usually. So I usually am working all that time. And some of it's dinner and, and meals and stuff like that. Like I get that. But like most of the time, that's all I'm really doing. That and working out whenever I get a chance. And so it looks like I'm always working, but people really don't understand the bigger picture here, which is that I don't want to always be working. Like eventually I want to be able to do what I want to do for myself and and be able to grow that on its own. And so, yeah, when a lot of people say, well, okay, now I work 14, 15, 16 hours a day, it's like, well, yeah, you may work that much, but at the same time, if you really enjoy that work and it's something that's a hobby feel but brings in money and that's a job, I mean, that's what you're going for here. Like, I don't I don't have a desire to sit down and watch TV. I just don't. Like, it's I've done it before and I've done it for a long time. And at that point, it's like, okay, well, I could sit here and watch this or I could play this game because it's kind of like that to me where it's like a game of reselling where 
you're investing in kind of building your own business. And to me, it feels, I mean, it's very real, but it's also like a kind of a game with money. And so it allows you to play with it a lot more than a lot of people who are stuck in their nine to five who don't have another source of income because they are more attached to that money a lot of times. A lot of times you see that they made their money and now they are afraid of losing it. And so having an extra source of income like reselling allows you to play with it more, allows you to experiment with where should I put my money to grow it? And then when you test that and you find something that works, well then that's how you start to build wealth. And so that for me is is part of it. I mean, I really wanna enjoy what I do. I really enjoy reselling. I think there's a lot with it that you can do. And I don't mean it just as like, some random guy that shows up at a Marshalls and, and steals and like buys all their shoes. And like, like I appreciate those people. I appreciate the sneaker resellers and stuff. I think they do a really good job, but there's other aspects to reselling. I mean, every store that you've ever gone into is at some is in some way reselling, right? In some aspect they're reselling because Walmart, they buy things at wholesale at very, very, very low prices. And they sell them to you at a pretty decent markup because they're making, I don't know, they source a jar of honey at 50 cents. They sell it for 450. Like if they sell a million of those, they're going to make a ton of money on that honey. And so <laughs> that's kind of funny, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it, it, it's something that they, they do the same thing we do. They just do it with different items and they're everyday items. And you're used to going into a store to buy things like that. So you don't really think much of it. Now we buy things at retail a lot of times or at a markup, even sometimes, or even sometimes below markup or, or below retail, I mean, where you go to a garage sale and those sorts of things are foreign to most people because they don't realize that they happen. Like people go onto eBay, they buy things. They don't realize that they're being sold something that's marked up a lot of times. Now, a lot of times they do. A lot of times when you're buying sneakers on eBay after a drop, you realize you're not getting them at retail. They're two, three X the price sometimes, but they're willing to accept that because that's the cost of getting it. And when something's limited, the value of it goes up. That's why people collect things. And so for me, there are a lot of aspects and a lot of different avenues to take, I guess, is kind of the word I'm thinking of when you talk about reselling. I mean, I'm looking at people that are doing things on Etsy where they're making their own like artists and they're just making their own stickers and making their own, um, you know, notebooks and stuff. And they're doing like KDP, uh, which is Kindle Direct Publishing. So they're doing all these different coloring books and stuff. Like these people are artists and they had kind of before, I mean, you go to the 1800s, if you're an artist in the 1800s or 1900s, you really don't have, you don't really have that many avenues to make money other than just make art and then sell it. And hopefully you get really famous and somebody buys your art for a lot of money, right? But you love what you do if you do that. Where artists now can actually make a really decent income to very high income, depending on what they're doing, if they want to go do merch by Amazon, if they want to go do KDP, if they want to go do uh, an Etsy shop where they create something and sell it uh, as a handmade good or maybe as art or whatever they want to do. Like, there's all these different avenues now for them to sell stuff. And that's just one aspect of reselling. They are reselling something that obviously did not cost nearly as much as they're selling it for, or they would be losing money. And that's kind of stupid. So they're building businesses off of this and they're reselling their art or reselling their time for uh, money and as giving you some good in exchange, right? And so that's one aspect. You could do wholesale that you could do private label and build a brand. I mean, there's so many different aspects of reselling. And so that's something that interests me. I, I think that the the thrill of finding different things every day is something that is very, very interesting as a person who wants to kind of switch things up a lot. I enjoy that. I enjoy the fact that things switch up a lot with reselling. And I think that that's kind of one of the reasons why it appeals to so many people. You're not just doing the same mundane 
task every day or same couple of tasks. I mean, there are things that are mundane, but a lot of the times the items or the places or the experiences that you get to go through with reselling change on a day-to-day basis or a week-to-week basis. And so that's something, or even the platforms, right? You may find a new platform. The platform you use may change something that makes things better for you. You never know. And so it is a little bit more of a of a jack-in-the-box, I guess, where you never know what's going to come out of it. But um, at the same time, it's kind of interesting. And I really enjoy that aspect of it. I really enjoy the fact that you can build a business for yourself like this. And so that is one of the reasons I'm just kind of pushing right now to learn a lot of this. That's why I work so much is to be able to enjoy what I do and enjoy that at a much larger scale than just doing it as a hobby. And so that is something that I, and it's not a hobby. I mean, it's a business, um, but you know, just doing it as a side hustle, I guess is a better word. So um, with that being said, I mean, that's kind of what, what I'm thinking about. And I hopefully that helps you out a little bit too, just because there are a lot of things that you go through with this or when you start something new that you may not really understand, whether it's trying to learn something new for the first time or whether it's people thinking you are an absolute nut job because you bought all the mugs at a thrift store and now are trying to sell them on eBay. Like whatever you're doing, there's always different and new things you have to go through with it. And so hopefully that can give you a little bit of light into what I'm doing now and give you a little bit of encouragement. I mean, if you're just starting this out, there are so many avenues you can go through with this. Don't just give up because you suck at selling mugs or you feel like you suck at selling mugs. I mean, I did both. I I sucked at it. And then I was also, I also felt terrible at it, even though I ended up becoming pretty decent at selling something that's so, so simple, like, like a coffee mug, like you can get those anywhere. And so, you know what I mean? I don't sell that many anymore, but that's kind of what started. And I felt like I had no idea what I was doing when I first started out. Now it's become a a very legitimate business. And so hopefully that encourages you a little bit. I mean, clearly if I can do it, I I think anybody can do it. It's really not, it's not that difficult. The difficult part is putting in the work. And so that's hopefully something that can be encouraging. If you want to build something for yourself, just got to put in the time and eventually things kind of pay off. You find something, you learn something and, and they work out for you. So um, that being said, I'm going to go today. I am going to listen to a couple podcasts on the way home and then get home and get to work. But um, I will let you guys get back to whatever you're doing today. You guys have a good day. Hopefully your Monday was pretty good and hopefully you have a good start to your week. I will talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.